0: Welcome to the all-in-one podcast for middle school language arts teachers. I'm Linda and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well hey there, it's Linda. I hope all is going well in your world. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We just finished a mini series on writing workshop. If you teach writing workshop and haven't listened to those episodes, I would encourage you to do so because it is chock full of information that is designed to help you get your middle school writing workshop up and running. And there are a bunch of freebies for you to grab as well to help you along. But today, I am so excited to get to our episode because I am starting a mini-series on back-to-school tips to get you organized and motivated with using the least amount of your own personal energy as possible. Even though right now as I'm recording this, it's only the middle of July and schools by me just recently got out, I know many of you, especially in the South, are already preparing yourselves physically and mentally to get back to school. And I know, I know it is rough, but the reality is that it is a reality and the struggle is real. We are playing mental gymnastics here. We are wanting to enjoy our summer, spend time with our family, do all the things on our personal to-do list. But in the back of our minds, school is calling. So today, I'd like to give you three easy, actionable, and manageable items that you can do now to quiet that nagging voice in the back of your mind. If you accomplish these three easy things, i believe you will actually enjoy the remainder of your summer more because you will feel less stressed overall i truly believe that thinking about a task is much much worse than actually doing the task so take a deep breath hold your nose close your eyes and dive in with me i promise you will feel relieved and much better after doing these three easy tasks. And before we begin, I want to make sure that you know that I will be mentioning a few valuable freebies. They will be all linked in the show notes for your convenience, so don't forget to check them out. All right, let's make this quick and painless as it needs to be, sort of like ripping off a Band-Aid. The first actionable item on our list is to make your planning calendar. Don't worry, I'm not suggesting that you plan out every single lesson. What I am suggesting is that you fill in what I will call a skeleton calendar. You simply create a calendar for the year with the dates, fill it in with your units, the basic activities, and you're done. To make this really, really easy for you, I have a freebie. I have filled in all the dates for the coming year, which is really the most time-consuming part of doing this. So just download it and fill it in. And although it might sound like torture to you, I can assure you from many years of experience, once my calendar is done, I feel a sense of relief like no other. And you can absolutely change the calendar as the year goes along. It's editable, right? But just having a well laid out plan of how you will fit in everything, because after all, isn't that the hardest part of planning? It will help you mentally so, so much. I struggled with this for probably the first 10 years of teaching until I came up with this system. And every time I got a new teaching partner, and shared it with them, they were like, oh my goodness, this is a lifesaver having this calendar. And I'm not trying to sound overly dramatic, but it will change your work life when you walk into your room on the first day back. So here's what I suggest. Look at your week ahead. Is there a day that the weather is going to be gloomy and your family is otherwise occupied? Or can you get them occupied on that day for a little while? I know for me, my parents were always clamoring to take my daughter's places. So I would use one of those chunks of time on a rainy day to do this. And once I sat down to do it, it really didn't take me that long. Honestly, the part that took the longest was putting in the dates and setting it up. But like I've said, I've done that for you already with my freebie. I also suggest having some sort of treat to go along with this planning time. I mean, I know you're not a child, but honestly, we do act like children sometimes when we're throwing tantrums that we don't want to do our work, right? So whether you make it your favorite iced coffee or lighting a candle and having some music playing in the background, these things will really help you. Do whatever you have to do to make it a positive experience. And go to wherever you work best. And also consider the time when your mind is the clearest and sharpest. For me, my sharpest time is first thing in the morning. In fact, it is 4.45 a.m. as I'm recording this. And I know that's not normal. I don't suggest you do that because everybody is different. And I am here cheering you on. Nothing would make me happier than for you to do this and post a comment on how it went. All right, let's move on to the second actionable task that will make your back to school life so much better. And that is to have your first day activities ready to go. We all know how crucial it is to have an engaging but easy activity at our disposal. We want to have a fun and meaningful icebreaker. And even if all of our kids get devices through the school, They aren't always ready to go. Therefore, I highly, highly recommend a printed activity. There are so many activities you can do. I mean, there are just probably millions of them at this point. So when you're sifting through and trying to figure out which one you'd like to do, keep these three criteria in mind. You want it to be interactive, You want it to be a very specific activity and you want it to be able to be shared or displayed. I'm going to get into each of those a little bit. So I'm going to give you a suggestion of something that I used that worked perfectly. It kept my kids engaged with each other. It was a very specific activity so they weren't confused as to what to do. And at the end it made a great display. Here's what it was. I used a set of printable icebreakers. If you do this, pick maybe five activities. So let's say you have 20 kids, you can take your desks and make them into tables with four at each. And you put a different set of your icebreakers at each table. So I'm sort of like setting up the same way I do when I do centers, and yes, I do centers in middle school. I put all the materials out and have kids rotate through. Sometimes it would take me two days to do it. I'll give you an example of an activity. One of them is for kids to create a diamante poem. I have all the directions and printed templates ready to go. This diamante poem is about them, so the first word is their name. They can chat with their group and create and decorate their poem. And it makes a great display as well. Another activity that I've done in, within this same group as at another table is a written four corners activity. I have templates with different categories. For example, one is a food category. The page is divided into four sections and I write pizza, pasta, tacos, and sushi. And kids write their name in the category that they like best again it keeps kids interacting and you can take them and it makes a really cute bulletin board display and because this worked out so well i turned it into a product for tpt which i'll link below in my show notes i actually have a lot of fun and printable activities my other favorite is my getting to know you color code activity honestly this one (laughs) is worth its weight in gold because you print it and they can work on it very easily it's a series of questions to get to know kids better such as their favorite subject food how much they like certain activities etc this one is not quite as interactive and it would be great to just have on their desks first thing as they come in on the first day because You know, as kids are kind of dribbling in little by little on that first day, the kids who have already come in are looking for something to do. And it's a great thing to just have out for them while your other kids are getting set up with lockers and things like that. Um, At the risk of shamelessly promoting my own products, I do have to tell you that these activities come from years of experience on how difficult the first few days can be. And they are difficult and they are tiring. And I really, as the years went on, wanted to make it as easy on myself and as meaningful for them as I could possibly do. And these back-to-school products that I have are all really inexpensive. They're all under $5. And they're going to save you a ton of time and preparation and they are tried and true by yours truly me. Okay. You're going to hate me for this. When you first hear the third actionable item, but just hang in there with me because the third and final actionable task that will make your life better is to plan one of your bulletin boards. If I'm being honest, This is my least favorite part of getting my room ready. And I don't know why. It's something about having to hang paper and to get it looking good and even. It's just like a hard mental task for me. And I'm a person who has like a million ideas. I have endless ideas for bulletin boards. But executing those ideas and getting it all centered on the bulletin board, it just gives me nightmares and I don't know why. So you really have to bite the bullet here. So get your paper and your border up as soon as possible. And if you don't have it ready on the day kids walk in, I think that's perfectly okay. And I often do not because it's really, I have a really big bulletin board and I need some extra hands. So You can do this while your kids are working on one of the activities I mentioned above. If you have your paper all ready to go, start hanging it up while they're working. And then maybe you can grab a kit or two to help you hold the paper down. And just put up like a simple phrase, like as meet the cast or something like that. Honestly, keep it simple because it's the kid's work that should shine here, not your clever saying. And this is where it's going to be a really good idea for you to know to subscribe and listen to my podcast because to help you with my most hated project, which is bulletin boards, I'm going to give you one of my paid products from my TPT store for free. So it's not just a regular freebie. I'm actually giving you a paid product for free. And it is a really cute set of letters And it has little language arts doodles on them. So there's like little pencils and books and things like that. And I have to tell you, they are really cute. Um, They're valued at $3.99, but I'm giving them to you for being a listener. And the link is in the show notes below. Okay, so then as your kids are finishing one of the activities that we mentioned, start hanging them up. This way you're not setting aside valuable prep time. So as a student says to you, I'm finished with this, you know, let's say they finish with their color coding activity. You can look it over, make a big deal over it, and like, oh my goodness, I also love sushi the best. What's your favorite roll? And now you have some sort of opening connection with your students. And you take the paper and you just hang it right up. Do it with the thumbtack at first so you can move it around before stapling it down but it will save you so much time and you know, it's something that you have to do. So I truly hope you will take me up on these suggestions because as a newer teacher, I would get myself absolutely frantic about this and chaos would ensue in my mind. And I guarantee you, if you use these three steps, you're going to be running your room so smoothly at the beginning. Just to recap, you want to get your planning calendar done and grab your freebie to make it a lot easier. You want to have your first day activities printed and ready to go and you want to have a plan for your bulletin board. Okay, so don't forget to tune in next week because we are going to continue with our back to school series and we are going to be discussing some tips on getting your kids acclimated to your curriculum and setting up expectations for the year. Don't forget to grab your freebies and I'll catch you in the next episode. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check the links that I mentioned in the show notes. My email is available there as well in case you have questions or comments. You can also DM me on Instagram at all in one middle school. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.